This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Coe and Matt Harmon. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Coe, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception, the show. All right, Matt, uh, here we are. We've got a great, beautiful, uh, as we sit here and record on a Wednesday afternoon. It's beautiful here in sunny Southern California. I don't know how it is over there on the East Coast, but uh, man, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm jacked up, man. I, I, I'm, I'm just pumped for the show. I'm, I'm ready to talk about some wide receivers, baby. Let's go. Yeah, well, it, it, you wouldn't understand this, but it did rain its ass off here uh, l- last evening, uh, yesterday. So, uh, yeah. but pretty good day today, which uh, you know burned good. off some of the the humidity that you don't uh, you don't know anything about that. So, humidity, uh, that good. what's that about? Yeah, I have no idea. What, what is that? I just want bane of my existence right now is what it is. But no, I'm feeling great too. Uh, ready great. to man, I'm ready ready to get these real games started. But uh, we we, we sure. persist on through August. Uh, you know, I tell you, these preseason games have, uh, you know, you call it reality adjacent, which is cool. Uh, I th- they provide a lot of breadcrumbs, I think, uh, when we're talking about player evaluation. We're going to talk about Jaden Reed. Uh, three rookies I want to get to today. Jaden Reed, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Jordan Addison. Uh, but I want to start the show with Tyreek Hill. His profile dropped, uh, I think it was last week. Maybe it was early this week. I don't know what it was. Anyways, Tyreek Hill is now on the site, which is great. Uh, we're talking about one of the elite, elite, elite wide receivers uh, in the NFL. What I love about Tyreek Hill, and one of the, you know, again, the adage for the site is what? We tell you who's good before they're good. And Tyreek Hill, from the moment you charted him, Matt, you're like, wait, wait, hold on now. This guy's not a gadget guy. This guy's actually a running big boy routes and can get separation. You were in early on Tyreek Hill uh, through the, the the charting process with reception perception, and now he's just a full blown superstar. Yeah, no, I that's a one that like John Paulson. I go on his show four for four uh, every single year, and he that's one of his like favorite reception perception hit hit stories because you know if you remember like that time too, James, you and I are like working together at the NFL at that point. Uh, Tyreek Hill's 2016 season was, you know, kind of just after the the scarring that uh, the fantasy community particularly uh, was uh, trying to come back from, trying to uh, rehab those scars uh, from like Tavon Austin and Cordero Patterson. These folks okay. that, like that you know don't watch the games. Uh, we're like, well, these guys will take big steps in their in their second years or whatever, and then and then that didn't really happen, right? Uh, right. You know, obviously those right. guys are strictly gadget players. One of them is like bouncing around uh, team to team. Uh, and Tavon Austin, I don't even know if he is on the team right now, but he was famously with the Trevor Lawrence Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban under Urban Meyer. So that's how you know how that's going. And obviously Cordero Patterson quite literally yeah. plays running back right now and has, has made his <laughs> made his money uh, playing kick returns. But Correct. Tyreek Hill, yeah, as a rookie. 72.4% success rate versus man and 80%, 80% success rate versus press coverage. And that was the one that was really like, it's amazing. Hmm. You don't see him running a ton of routes because he was that kind of like gadgety, create a touch guy in, in the Kansas City Chiefs offense that year in 2016. Uh, obviously, prior to Pat Mahomes taking over there. Right. But 
the times you did see him running those big boy routes, that's why it's important to to watch and isolate those situations. Like, yeah, this guy is beating press coverage at an 80% rate, which is crazy. He's actually been over 80% in all but one season in the NFL. Nice. And and look, he doesn't face a ton of press coverage for no. good reason. Teams are scared they're going to, you know, run yeah. over the top. He's going to run over the top of them, which does happen, by the way. Uh, so they even if they do try to come down and press, that will still happen. We saw that last year when the offense was kind of like trying to figure out as teams were kind of punching back at the, the the unit that it was in the first half of the season. Tyreek Hill was right. kind of the one guy that could still beat press coverage at a high rate on that offense. But, yeah, I, I think those early Tyreek Hill years, you, you could see the signs as a route runner that he was there, and, and he remains to this day, yeah, one of the best separators in the NFL. I mean, because isn't that the, I don't know, it's the shortcut right now. It's maybe lazy analysis that, oh, he's just fast. You hear that a lot with Tyreek Hill. He's just fast. And and just the bottom line is that's just not the case. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't end up being one of these, you know, press beater type dudes with just speed. That just, there's been a lot of fast guys that have come into the NFL, Matt. And um, they don't all translate into this, you know, 1700 yard powerhouse uh, that we've got in Tyreek Hill. I want to go back to to what he said on his own podcast, which was I think it was his podcast or maybe it was Antonio. Brown. I don't know. Either way, he was talking to uh, I think he was talking to Antonio Brown uh, and, the, and the dude said he's going for 2K this year, man. Like 2000 yards. He, he wants to break Calvin Johnson's all time single season record. Um, I'll just ask you point, but you think he could do it. Uh, watch out for the name drop. I was just talking to Justin Jefferson yesterday about like, is there he going to be the first receiver to go over 2000 yards? So there's a lot of, um, there, there's a lot of these guys that are kind of having that like in their, in their sights right now. And I mean, right. those two guys got really close to it last year and Justin Jefferson Insane. and Tyree kill. And I think you want to, uh, the reason I think that they, these are two guys that could do it is I think those are the two most valuable receivers to their individual offenses. Like if we're talking mm. about like receivers that could be in the MVP discussion, it's probably Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. And that's like all respect in the world to guys like Jamar Chase, uh, you know, but they have T Higgins there. He, you know, Joe Burrow's the quarterback, even Stefan Diggs. Like I think the bills passing offense revolves around Stefan Diggs without him. Right. I'm not sure their offense would, their passing offense would be as good as it is. But they do still have Josh Allen, right? You, know, you look at the quarterback situation in, in Minnesota with Justin Jefferson and, and Miami in, uh, with Tyree Kill. Not quite the same, right? And I, I think even though <laughs> – No. And, and right, like I know that, that, that even though the Dolphins have Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle is a very, very good football player, mm -hmm. what they did with Tyree Kill last year and how good he is at everything is why I say that he is the most – one of the most valuable receivers to his individual offense, like – how their skills married together with Jalen Waddle right. and Tyreek Hill is important. Um, but I think the reason that like Hill could be a guy that, that does it is, number one, we mentioned the separation ability, obviously against press coverage, 96th percentile uh, success rate versus press last year, 90th percentile success rate versus zone, which is really important in this particular offense. You know, those routes going over the middle of the field, like slant routes, dig routes, but also how he can beat you over the top is important as well. But then you look at Hill too, you know, they threw him. This was what I think was crazy about Tyreek Hill last year. Like you saw Tua just like put the ball in his zip code yeah. and like trust Tyreek Hill to go get it. 21% yeah. contested target rate, 80% contested catch rate. And I thought, Amazing. you know, I remember talking about like this with with, uh, with Chris Wessling uh, from the NFL, you know, obviously the late Chris Wessling about no receiver should be compared to Steve Smith because he was such a unique player. Mm -hmm. And 
Tyree killed Steve Smith. It's not a direct overlap, but from a contested catch standpoint, like guys that were smaller players but could go up and get it and like pound right. for pound the best ball winning receivers in the NFL. That's where those two guys were so similar, right? And and Wes and I right. talked about that a lot back in the day. But also, by the way, too, then he was great. They threw him in space, like threw him routes in space on 17% of his routes. So he really is like a do-it-all guy that was just the central gravitational force of this offense. Yeah, just unbelievable season last year. 170 targets, 119 receptions, 1,700 yards. Those are all career-high marks. Uh, for Tyree Kill. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up, you know, um, he's certainly the MVP of his team. Uh, of that, there's little question. You know, you bring up some of these other players and some of these other situations like Jamar Chase, and, and you're right, because then I go, you, you start thinking about just not just the quarterback, but I mean, even like the running backs. Give me a name guy who's a name running back in in Miami to to bring, you know, offensive balance to that Dolphins offensive unit. It's a bunch of guys that have been journeymen, you know, and, yeah. and I think, you know, McDaniel's Former done 49ers obviously. like hanger hanger on, you know, exactly, like Mostert, right? Jeff, they signed. Remember when they gave Chase Edmonds all that money and then oh like stopped playing him and then traded him for peanuts <laughs> in the middle of the well, he was like actually he was like a throw in to the right. to the Bradley Chubb trade. They were like, Hold yeah, on. yeah, give us we'll give you a first rounder. You give us Bradley Chubb and hey, just do us a do us a solid and just take Chase. Just take Edmonds this Chase off. and just this take, terrible contract. Just take just it take off his, our plate. Take his contract <laughs> off our books. That would be awesome. Thanks. They did draft um, Devon. Is it Devon or De- Devin? Devon A. Devin A. Chain. Uh, yeah, Devin. Who's A-Chain. like a small, fast guy. The way they talk right. about him, they talk about him like he's a guy who's going to be you know, a, a kind of a five to t- 10 touch gadget type of player himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they don't have like a feature back there, which is a shame. Cause actually, by the way, I think that would really help balance out their offense and potentially For be a sure. better counterpunch. But yeah, it's, it's like the Tyree kill and, and Jalen Waddle show. I mean, again, and, and even when you go to the tight ends, they didn't throw to the tight ends, right? Uh, their quarterback yeah. is like a league average, maybe slightly below league average quarterback, right? So, Oof. man, you're right. I mean, Tyreek Hill is is truly just. I mean, he with you take him off of that offense, man, and that offense just tanks. I mean, it would look horrible without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think he's got to be one of the biggest like Jenga pieces. Uh, to quote another one of our former NFL colleagues and Dave Damashek, like he's got to mm. be. He's got to be a big uh, Jenga piece there that if he was, if anything, and it really like, I think Jalen Waddle too, I think there's a, still a pretty significant gap between Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. And again, that's really right. no disrespect to Jalen Waddle. It's just like Tyree Kill's inarguably a top four player at the position right now. Yep. Um, he's so important to this team's offense. It's just like, I think when you look at that offense last year and how they sort of struggled to find a counterpunch. Um, to when you know you look at the 49ers game, you look at the Chargers game, those teams got up there and like took away the middle of the field. Um, because Tua he's got a little bit of that Jimmy Garoppolo in him where he will throw over the middle of the field and he's really good at throwing over the middle of the field. I think he's better than Jimmy in that regard. Like, I, I think he's, I, I, I don't really know where Tua's ceiling is. I, I don't think he's terrible by any means. I, I think he's kind of like, I think he's probably like an average guy. Like, you can get away mm-hmm. with him as your starter, there's just the durability sure. concerns. And I think you could. I like. I think he's good enough that if the team around him is really great, and there's a chance the team around him is really good this year, right? Like the Dolphins should feel pretty good about their chances. I think yeah. you could like go to a Super Bowl with a guy like Tua. I think he's in that class now. Is he like a mega extension guy with the health concerns? I think that's another 
uh, kind yeah. of discussion. It's a whole whole another thing, but I think you can feel good about him executing that over the middle of the field offense. But then when teams started to take that away and play like physical press man coverage on their receivers, like Tyreek Hill was still having these big games, these big moments, specifically yeah. in that Chargers game. Like he got him for a big play over the top, but like they kind of shut Jalen Waddle down in those moments. And then even like Waddle had a couple of big plays against the Bills that that Christmas uh, or sort of around Christmas-ish area. And then, um, but that was because they were running the ball better. Like that helped a lot. So I still think this offense is coming into this year trying to find a counterpunch and like how much can Jalen Waddle like help against He's he's a good and like above average separator against press man mm-hmm. coverage, but he's not an elite separator against press man coverage, which Tyree Kill is. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 76% success rate. I'm rounding here. 76% success rate uh, versus man. That's a top 10 score in 2022. 84% success rate uh, percent success rate versus zone. That was a top four score in 2022. You're talking about inarguably a top four wide receiver. Why would Matt Harmon say this? Listen, only Stefan Diggs and Justin Jefferson can boast as good or better numbers versus man and zone. That's it. That's your list. It's Stefan Diggs, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill. When we're talking top 10 versus man and top four versus zone coverage. That's why. Tyree Kill is that dude. Hey, I want to go back real quick to that 80% um, contested catch rate uh, and maybe add a little context to that. And you're saying, okay, 80% sounds really high because it is, obviously, 80% contested catch rate. Listen, that's the same um, as DeAndre Hopkins from last season, who is obviously one of the best to ever do it when we're talking about contested catch situations. Um, Matt, they had a similar contested catch rate. Uh, they had a similar contested catch, you know, uh, uh, total number of contested throws. Um, and it just their numbers in that contested area just look very, very similar. That's how good Tyreek was when you're comparing him to one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, and this is why um, even if you think Tua is really, really good, um, even we can all admit he's not in the neighborhood of Patrick Mahomes. They're they're really not even living in like the same state. That's how good Mahomes is. Right. But part all of this is why there really should have been no concern that Tyreek Hill was going to have like a drop off in production going from. I mean, and he actually had a career high in, in I think in yards, right? Uh, yeah, yards, year, receptions, which, and targets, which is just insane. Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, like obviously he's not competing with Travis Kelsey for targets anymore. I think typically Correct. when we look at like. When when we look at like an elite quarterback like Mahomes, he's not gonna like hyper. I don't think he'll ever like hyper target funnel target somebody like at a twenty nine thirty percent rate like they were gonna do with Ty- Tyree Kill last year. Um, but again, overall, like he was, he's just so good at everything, and and especially that uh, 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 contested catch stuff. That's what's really impressive to me because he's not a bigger guy, but he's just strong. He's uh, got great timing at the catch point. So yeah, I mean, he's an elite receiver to me. This is just like, there's no question about it. And uh, I, I think what's interesting is just, again, what they did 
after the catch with him, with um, getting him in space, you know, they used him like you'd think, okay, you use your elite guy as the X receiver. And and they didn't really right. they kind of right. had Jalen Waddle more as that on the line guy running like vertical routes. And then, you know, Tyree Kill took 36.9% of his sampled snaps from the slot. They don't do a ton of 11 personnel because they're kind of a heavier offense. He was in mm-hmm. the backfield for uh, 7.5%, the second highest rate of his career. And when they need him for like pre-snap motion stuff, he was the guy to, to do that as well because he's a coverage dictating presence as well. You know, I always say like double coverage and extra defensive attention can be a little overstated, but like mm-hmm. this is a guy you have to account for wherever he yeah, is on the field. right. Uh, yeah, and the uh, the slot percentage too. That's just a continuation, I think, of what Andy Reid utilized uh, with him in Kansas City uh, last year. Tyreek Hill played about sixty percent, a little less than sixty percent um, out wide. Um, and and again, just when you go back to his Kansas City days, to be honest with you, he he was almost like it was almost like fifty five forty five. Like mm-hmm. that's how much they would use him inside. Um, and and I think it's smart. To, to move them around um, uh, the the uh, the line and, and just have them line up in different places, it really, I think, kind of gives defensive you know backfields a little bit uh, it makes them a little shaky. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, all right, where where is he? And like, how are we supposed to you know dictate this coverage uh, in regards to Tyreek Hill? And and by the way, to Tyreek's credit. We go back to that zone score. Just so good. Just That's why he can line up inside, outside, right? Like he's just so good at reading the coverages and then finding the soft spots in the zone and then making himself available. That's really, I think, uh, why Tyreek Hill can line up anywhere. Yeah, 100%. Uh, they're a tough duo to defend, that's for sure. And and if you're a defensive coordinator and you can just – you can live with like, okay, one or two plays a game, we're going to get wrecked. We're going to get wrecked by these guys. Like yeah. if you play man coverage and press coverage and and slow the quarterback down just a little bit, but there's still like you're going to give up big plays to a duo like yeah. this. There's no doubt about it. You just have to. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's what it is. You know what I mean? You're, you're you're hoping that you can get away with it. You're hoping, as a matter of fact, that maybe you know the quarterback, whoever it's going to be, doesn't throw a good ball because you're 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 pressuring or or doing whatever you got to do. Timing is off or whatever it might be. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 